Mamas, uh, Sharon Shepard is out today. So we got a, a funny daddy with us who is so, shut up, David. Y'all welcome to Two Funny Mamas, David A. Arnold. Yeah. If you didn't say who I, if, if, let me tell you something. If Sherry don't shave for two weeks, that's what she gonna look like, just like us. <laughs> half the people were like, is that Sherry? <laughs> that's half the people. Y'all, thank you so much. What? Thank you, David, for joining us. Sherry is still working. She'll be back with us. We had Lunell uh, sat in for Sherry last week. She was so funny. Nice. I was sleepy. Yeah, she was funny. I was sleepy because I had been up all night. But thank you, Lunell. Uh, did a fantastic job. Did, so she wear one of them little, did she wear one of them little lingerie outfits that she been posting on Instagram? Because you know she been posting pictures with her ass out like she 21. She don't... What? I don't, She's an I don't ambassador. know what's going on. She's an ambassador for, for Victoria's um, Secret. Rihanna. 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 Oh. Yes. Rihanna's line. Yeah. So she's been um, wearing the clothes. So Rihanna's like, you know, girls of a certain size can wear this stuff also. Yes, I see. Yeah. And Sherry yeah, was hip, irritated. Yeah, the hip replacement edition on. David. Did you say the hip replacement? <laughs> Got a little snap on the side. You can you, you know, pop your old hip out and put that new one in. And keep the lingerie. Lynette <laughs> <laughs> don't know. I've been I've been printing her pictures out and posting them up over my wall and out in my bedroom. Julie, like, what's all this? Don't worry about that, Julie. Just keep your eye on me. You understand? It's that hip replacement. And hip replacement of lingerie oh set. For our listeners Lynette. and our viewers who are not familiar with David A. Arnold, you have who, is, who the hell is that? There's good people, David. Some people don't know you, okay? But I All want right, them see to know. See, it's so funny how many years. I remember when I used to say that, and you were like, yeah, Kim, tell them. Now you got your little special on Netflix and your little the stuff little that you're doing. Yeah, little. That's what I've always said. But anything about you. Um, David, if you don't go on Netflix and pull up Fat Battle Ballerina, he has a fantastic special, which I helped produce, and you'll see my name. Thank you. Um, but we've been on tour together. <laughs> Thank you, Netflix. There it is right down there. David, I even helped you. You designed it, but I helped. I mean, Netflix... I was saying what was good and bad with that little poster, that little thing right there. You did. You gave notes on everything, like a good producer would do. Yeah, sometimes I'm. Good, you were sometimes. very good, Kim. You 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 talked to me in between the two shows that we filmed that night. You 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 heckled me off off the off the stage in a few parts. We had to cut that shit out. I didn't. I should have left it in, but. <laughs> Go was I, yeah, your hair I didn't down yell at you doing the special. I didn't yell at you huh? doing the special. I would have never done. You, would I have done that? Yes, you yelled out. You yelled out. Pat your hair down when they when they came and gave me the key to the city or something. They gave me, and they and I had my hair was up, and you you yelled out. Pat your hair. I got the whole thing. I edited. It. Yeah, of course. Oh my this God. is who we are. We've been doing this forever. People don't realize we've been yeah. on tour together for 15, 10 years, twelve yes, years. Right? 
I, I, wait, hold on. Let me put my finger in front of the camera. <laughs> what, 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 what are you doing? Was that better? Chris said I was blurry. Oh, Chris, you I want to say hello to David. I want you to introduce you to Chris. What's up, David? Good I'm to like, have you back, man. Hey, brother. Good to see you, man. Or good to hear you. Yeah, it's, good to it's hear great. you It's great. You're surviving yeah. with these two. I'm working through it. I've uh, I get a lot of uh, fastballs tossed my way, but somehow we're pushing. We're pushing through. Kim, you look great. The blur is gone. The blur is gone. Sherry got irritated because I was eating on the last episode. So therefore, that's what I was gonna say. So you're gonna keep on eating. I know this ain't a part of the Weight Watchers plan right here. I know it's not. I this know is, it's not. Okay, five point. And I've gone over. That's my five points today. in your hand. That one chip that you didn't <laughs> ate right there is five points. I no. can tell. I know. That's a ginger snap. I know what a ginger snap look like when I see it. Look at. They go another. They go another five. That she ten points in, y'all, in less than three point six seconds. Kim Whitley done blew through ten Weight Watchers points. So if you watch it, please know that you too can blow. How many points you get a day, Kim? How many points will Miss Weight Watcher give you? 16. 16. You done blew through over half of the points. And we ain't been on, but a minute and a half. And you done blew through all your little points. It's the holiday season. I know. You know holidays is this is the time to eat Julie Julie you know Julie has been we've been we've been work we've been working out for me and my wife Julie we've been working out a while now but she really like every, I saw her walk by yeah that's her down on on the on the ground sitting there with her uh with her uh leg and arm out she been uh she been working out she walked by today and I said look at you you really smaller than you used to be you really are. And she said, thank you. I said, no, thank you. <laughs> oh, God. You didn't say that. You didn't say that. Of course I did. Of course I did. That's the kind of relationship we got. <laughs> you say no, thank you. No, thank you. I, I've, I'm glad that, you know, we didn't have to have no more conversations. She looks great. She'd be in there working out. Now, She'd be. She'd how, did, how does that? How's that conversation go? Kim? Why, how does that go? Like, Which one? Which conversation? Now, if your if your woman is putting on some weight, how does the conversation go that you're letting her know? Because ain't nobody talked to me thirty pounds ago. You saw me growing up. <laughs> you didn't say nothing. I, I seen some pictures. First of all, Kim like, Whitley. Oh. Kim Whitley. Every time we on the road, I'm. Begging you, let's go to the gym. That's how that's how you get your woman to work. You can't walk in on your woman and be like, listen, fat bitch, I need you to get your ass up. You can't do that. That ain't gonna work. You're gonna find yourself by yourself. That ain't the way to do it. I'm telling you now. The way to do it is uh -huh. to go, hey, I'm about to go run. Let's go for a walk. You know what I'm saying? You know, let's go for a, a, a quick 30-mile walk. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta find ways to do quick it with 30 her. Mile walk. Encourage her. <laughs> That That's what you say, Chris. You tell them it's gonna be around the block, the, the, and then they, when they look up six hours later and they still walking. No, okay. Right, Taking notes, but you have to give them a program and a plan and a, you know, like every sure. Day. I okay. think you. Leave, this is what I honestly believe. I I can say this. This is real talk. Every time 
one of us has gotten, because you go up and down in your weight when you, you know, period. That's just life, especially after a certain age. But when one of us get on it, the other one soon follows behind. That normally oh. happens. So like, if, so like if I, you, if you with somebody, chances are, if you just start, now I know some people who haven't, but if you start working out and you try to invite them and it's like, hey, this is our thing, let's do this together, they'll get on board. You know, now sometimes people get mad, you know, weight has broke people up now. You know, some, yeah. it's been two, two fat asses sitting on the couch and one get up and get skinny and then the other one be mad. Yeah. And now you got a skinny one and a fat one, or, they argue, or, you know. Or they break up with you because you didn't gain weight. Exactly. I've had, they like, I've had women say, I'm trying, you need to try. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. I've heard women, they feel that way about the men that they're with. You know what I mean? Right. It's like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to hold it together and be sexy for you. So at least you could do is get off your fat ass and do something, you know, like some women feel that way about dudes and some guys feel that way about, I tell Julie all the time, every time I see every, you know, every time I, I you know, I see some of these, uh, little bit bigger than, you know, then I want to see them. I tell Julie, I, tell, I look at Julie, I go, you don't have that luxury. I'm just letting you know that, that luxury. You do not have you, that luxury to, to, to get. I know I'm going to get so a lot of email for this right now. But is I'm it like friends that you've seen that put on weight and you say, hey, you don't have that luxury? Like some of your boys' wives or something? Is that oh, what you're saying? Absolutely, exactly. Exactly. Like if you see enough, you see, I've seen couples out and I see a dude, I've seen dudes in shape and then they be with their girl and their girl be huge. And I'm like, yeah. no, no, you ain't got that luxury. I'm gonna, you can, there's a lot of stuff you can do. What you looking at over there is not one of them. <laughs> okay. So, but what about you? What, what would you like a woman to say to you? If you were, if you were putting on some power, what would Julie say to you? I'm, I'm, see, this is the thing. I'm, they, everybody's wired differently. Everybody mm -hmm. is motivated differently. Julie, you can't say to Julie, get your shit together. That ain't going to do nothing for her. You got to yeah. tell her, you look great. Keep going. That positive reinforcement gets Julie going harder. Positive oh. reinforcement don't do nothing for me. Me either. I need to be told I can't do something. I need you to tell me. Uh, you, you fat, like, I'm gonna tell you what happened this year when the pandemic first hit, right? March, I went to a social distancing little gathering outside in front of a friend's house. It was like 15 of us, maybe, right? We outside and tank, you know, tank the singer tank is there. He walks up Dave. He said, "Woo! somebody done got all the pandemic weight on them already. And that's all I needed to hear. He and from that, that moment on, yeah, but, but you know, boys, we be talking shit to each other, you know, and comedians, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, that's what we do. You know, comedians, that's, that's half of our relationship is just dogging each other out. That's just what we right. do, right? You know what I'm saying? No matter what, right? I mean, Eddie Murphy had delirious when he had the red suit on, all his friends cracked on the leather red suit. They didn't talk about the fact that he put together one of the most iconic you know, stand-up specials in the world. They just all dogged a nigga suit for 30 minutes. That's right, just right, what right, we do right. as comedians. So, so when he did that, when he made the joke, first of all, I already knew I was fat. 
I knew it when I, I knew I was getting big. I knew I hadn't been working out. I just knew it. Mm -hmm. So when he said it, it just reinforced something that I already knew. And from that day forward, three and a half, five miles a day, every day, every day. Oh, wow. Just to get yeah, it back. I, have you seen just Tank to get it. I have not, but I can't <laughs> wait to see his ass because I need him to know, Tank, that you, what you said to me, got these, I've, I, I don't know how much weight I've lost because I've never weighed myself. It's always, I can feel my clothes follow me different. I don't weigh myself. Um, Right, right. I just, I, know, I, need to I, just I can look in the mirror and go, no, that ain't it. And just keep going. Right, right. I, I picked up a couple pounds, so <laughs> I need to weigh myself. Because everything of mine has elastic in Kim, it. Kim, you look great. Thank you. But I could, I could do better. <laughs> you look great. You really look great. Like, like, like I've, I didn't know in the beginning that you were doing the Weight Watchers thing. And then I saw, mm -hmm. like, some pictures. And I looked twice. I was like... Why Kim's head look not as big as it used to be? <laughs> and I start staring at the picture. I was like, something wrong. <laughs> Why is your head not as big as my head lost weight? Is that Kim, what you said? That's what I was shocked at. Because most of the time, people's heads stay the same size. <laughs> and they body get little, but they had that big ass head still. But your head seemed to have gone down with the rest oh of your God. body. Yeah, it's like, a, it's like a WW infomercial for head weight, head weight loss. It is head for head weight and feet. and feet. My feet it's got small. Oh, well, no. thank you. You still walking on them fifteens? Don't you lie to these people? Shut <laughs> up, David. Shut your mouth. You got a man for me now? Uh, look, Kim. We yeah. didn't been through this now. We didn't. We didn't. We didn't. We didn't. I didn't seen you destroy enough souls. I can't continue to be a part of this. Nah, listen, I can't, I can't, I, I guarantee you, if you pan that camera to the left two feet or to the right two feet, Kim got some dude standing over there dusting. Somebody over there out of frame dusting, he dusting, he vacuuming quietly. Somebody in the kitchen making breakfast and it's dinner time. I want you to know it's dinner time. He making oh. breakfast for tomorrow. I'm telling you, <laughs> I know what's going on over there. Chris, don't listen to him, Chris. We, I would I, never I'm, do that to you. Now, you were, oh, to me, thank you. I appreciate I that. And that's what everybody tells themselves, too. Is, oh, that'll never happen to me. And then you're over there, and, and Harold looks over to you, and he's like, yes, yeah, I thought the same thing in 2004. <laughs> he said, exactly, exactly. Everybody walk in Kim's house. With big plans. She's already baiting yeah, me. Me and Kim about to create a show. Oh, is that right? <laughs> <laughs> is that what this live show stuff is, David? This stuff in St. Louis? I got a venue. She's got me. That's I got a, I got a venue. That's She's easy. like, Sherry, just go along with this. <laughs> just go along with it. Next time yeah. I see you, Chris, you're going to be in a jumper in her garage organizing boxes. Don't let it happen, Chris. Jumper? A jumper? He's gonna be in a jumper, David. I don't know why she put him in jumpers. That's in uh -huh. case they try to run off. She can describe him easy to the cops. <laughs> she has her own yeah. private private security force that 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 uh, <laughs> goes around the grounds. Yeah, oh this my is... god! David, exactly. David. Oh my god! You are crazy, David. David uh, tell everybody what your Instagram is so people can follow you. And the reason why I say follow because David has created this thing with his family, which is fun to watch, a uh, clean,
family fun. And he puts them up on Instagram. Uh, he started how many years ago? A year ago? Two years ago? Two and a half. And two you, years ago. Two and a half. Mm -hmm. and, and you just have skyrocketed, skyrocketed, and it's very fun. So your Instagram is the David A. Arnold. And your why does team it have to be great the there, put it David up there. Huh? Because why there was a David Arnold. And if you look up, if you Google David Arnold, you'll get the white man who does the soundtrack for James Bond. So that's why. So like for, in the beginning, when I first came to LA and I started doing stand up, it was David Arnold and people would look me up. And I remember I went somewhere one time. And I, matter of fact, I think on Pandora, my Pandora station had the white man's picture, but my stand up. No. So I had to go through this. Yeah, I had to go through this whole thing of emailing and going like, look at the photos of the albums that you guys are posting under this white man. He was the like the profile picture. But oh then all God. the, you know, the content under was, you know, my stand up. Boy. So you have to do David A. Arnold, because if you don't put in the A, you're going to get, you know, the white dude who's I'm the soundtrack composer. I've never been so happy to not have a camera on me. You would not imagine the disappointment when you popped up on the screen. I saw David Arnold. I was so excited for the composer to come on. And then it's you. You know, you, we need to just thank God I'm not on camera. I, just, I, would have been so, I would have been so embarrassed. I was like, Kim, thank That's you. Finally, finally a guest for me. Chris is silly. <laughs> Somebody I can really connect with yeah no it's what? so you got to put in the david a arnold it's david a arnold across the board and all facebook uh instagram TikTok, all of that and what do yeah, you like been, doing better as far as like, what like instagram movies tv writing uh stand up what oh. do you like to do better stand up it's not even close you love stand up, stand -up. You love stand -up. i love it I, there's nothing and like you teach a, a stand up teach the largest stand-up comedy class in the country, the most successful stand-up class in the country. Let's not just, it's not just a stand-up class. That's right. Get it all in your face. Not just one. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Kim. That's, 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 that's chapter that's two right. quickness <laughs> in my class. Oh. <laughs> um, it's, it's, I love the, you can't teach anybody to be funny. And I said this to DL Hughley when I, when I did his show and we mm -hmm. were talking about it because DL, you know, Jasmine, who's DL's sidekick, she took my class. She's mm -hmm. his, you know, um, his co-host, I shouldn't say sidekick, co-host. And she, um, she took the class and I was talking about that. You, you know, as a stand-up comedian, one of the first things I know, you can't teach anybody to be funny, but it's not about mm -hmm. that. It's about the tools and it's the work. As you know, for me and you being on the road and, and working together, you know, it's about the mechanics of the work. And I think that's the thing that, I think that's why the class is successful. Outside of the fact that also I'm a successful standup. So people respect the fact that they're working mm -hmm. with somebody who's working, not somebody who wrote a book and who don't do standup. Cause I think, I don't know a lot of standup teachers, but I know some of them used to do standup. Some of them never did standup. Right. right, but I, do stand up like I'm, you know, like that's my that's my thing. Right, man. You can really, really talk about it, you know. Yeah, and that makes a big difference, you know. And then we took it online, we did it online, then we did it on the road. You know, when we were in Atlanta, we started right before right. all this shut down. 
you know, I, I started taking a class on the road and doing weekend seminars in cities I was working in, which I will do again once we start up. And the first time we did it in Atlanta, we sold out, you know, all the seats for the class. So it was great. That was good. And then I tried to do it and sold none. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kim, what's your curriculum? Do you just like, a, I you, you go up and you tell a story about the time I was in Friday? Like, what do you, what's your, what's your curriculum, Kim? Ain't nobody signed up for that bullshit. I'm mad. <laughs> But you know what's so funny though? In the beginning, but that like everything, that's how everything started. When I first started doing my stand-up class, what, 12 years ago? Uh I might have had, you know, five people maybe came. You know what I'm saying? But now we got 300 plus people on our waiting list. Like I can't even, I can't even, I, I, when we announce, when my assistant announces that we're taking deposits for the next class, like honestly, because we have a master list, email list that we just blast out to all mm-hmm. 300 plus people that have asked to be put on the wait list. Every time she does it, I think the last one we did, it filled up and I only do 10, no, I do 20 spots now. I started only doing 10, I do 20. Right. 27 minutes, they was gone, all 20 spots. Wow. Now, are you able to do that now because you're writing and working? How are you able to teach? Well, I'm not a, I don't do it now, not because I'm writing and working, but because there's no a part of my class is going and getting on stage. Oh, you got to go out and get on stage so we can talk. Ain't no stages right now. I was going to take so, over for you. Huh? You was going <laughs> to. There's, there's 15 points right there, ladies and gentlemen. Let's keep it moving. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to start. This is my last one. I don't think I don't I don't think there's that many comics that could do that, David. That your brain has to work. You're a writer and a and a showrunner and everything else. That like that has yeah. to be. That's not normal for because I know folks that do it, and the, I know some funny, probably not to your level as far as like a teaching class goes. But I think that speaks to how your brain works too. Like most, I would not put most comics in charge of teaching other people how to do it. When it works. Somebody said that. Somebody, what'd you say? <laughs> I said, when his brain works. I love that was a lot. When I, when I shut it off, <laughs> I, I shut it down. <laughs> when my wife says, "Why are you just sitting there with that look on your face?" That's what she mean. When I didn't shut my brain down, I'm all the way off. No, I think you, right. a lot of people have said that. A lot of people say, you know, when you write, you know, you can't teach anybody. I, you know, you gotta love it too, man. You gotta really. I think it. I think the class really works because I never did it for money. It was always done out of the, how much I love stand up. I love talking about stand up. I love watching. I love watching people find it. I love watching a comedian be on stage bombing Just week Kim after Whitley. week and then finding it. Kim Whitley. Kim Whitley. Let me let me tell you about Kim Whitley. Kim <laughs> Whitley. Gather around. Gather around. Get get around. Around. Grab, grab, grab your grab your snacks and your little grab your little ginger snaps and gather around. Listen, um, I remember I saw Kim Whitley it was many years ago, and I, I said, Kim, listen, you you don't have to continue to strip. You you have a better future. You strip have got- like a shut up. I was <laughs> I saw her on the pole. I was at a dirty club downtown. It was a it was a club where you know. I didn't know you were a mi- I didn't know you were a missionary as well. Oh my God. Yes, I said, Kim, I'm, I was next door dropping off some cans for the mission. And I noticed <laughs> through the window, I saw you on stage stripping. And I said, this girl who's greasing this pole with uh, Crisco, it, it's no need to be up here doing this. I said, you, I've seen you on stage, you're funny. 
And I, 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 I will say this, you. Kim Whitley, and I mean this seriously, is probably one of the funniest women, no, not women, people that I've ever met. And this is what I love about Kim. Any, Kim is so good that anybody can sit next to her and look great. Like Sherry's been next to you killing, Linnell's next to you, I sit next to you, Buddy Lewis said, like you're so good at finding your space and, and killing. And when I watched her do stand-up, her and Buddy Lewis used to host one of the biggest comedy nights in Los Angeles called Whacked Out Wednesdays at the Ha Ha Cafe. It was so big that it took what used to be a coffee shop and a karaoke spot and made them change it to a comedy club because it was just that popular. And I remember going there and I remember watching. And I just remember I was brand new at the time. And I remember watching Kim and I just was like, this girl is really funny. And then we just got to know each other and then we became friends and then we really became friends. I was like, let's go on the road together. Let's do some stand up. You go out, I go out, we go out together. Like, right. I, I was watching her one night and I, I never forget this. And I said this to her when she came on stage, I said, the worst thing that can happen for every woman doing stand up today is that if you fuck around and get serious, all these bitches is in trouble because <laughs> I've seen people work for years to be really good. And I see Kim fuck off for two weeks and find these moments that are so great. I'm like, oh, if she stayed up in there, there's no way nobody could fuck with her on this microphone. She's so good. She's so inviting. She's so, I, I, I don't even know how to explain it. And I gotta be honest with you, as a comedian, Comedians, we love being on stage by ourselves. We're very, we're, we want to do it by ourselves. That's what we do. We don't need nobody else. We don't like, for me as a writer, writing in a television, on this television show, in a writer's room is the complete opposite of being a stand-up because you got a team, you find it. As a comedian, you do it by yourself. Kim and I go on stage together. When we're on tour, we go on stage. I go up, Kim go up, we go up together. That's how we do the show. Yes. And she's so funny and it's, I, I, I love being on stage, but I love being on stage with Kim because it's so easy and we, and it's so, it's, it's, you never, I'm going to legitimately have a good time every time we get on stage and you never know what's going to happen on the show because it's different every time. Every, we've had some shows and we're like, how did we not record that? And then we go back to another city and we're like, let's do what we did in the last city. We're like, you remember? I was like, no, we just. Because <laughs> it's organic. It's in the moment and it works. In the moment, having fun. So, and since it's so organic and we have fun, you've been so honest. I feel like I need to share something with you that I've been hiding. I, I, I didn't want you to know. <laughs> I didn't want you to know this. Because the but while you were talking, because I didn't want you to see me eat another ginger snap. I broke them up in itty bitty pieces <laughs> and I was sneaking them ever so slightly <laughs> in my mouth while you were talking. Damn it, Kim. 
she done broke them down into one fourth points. <laughs> a quarter point now. Because I felt like if he sees me grab another whole ginger snap, he's gonna call the people. He's gonna call the WW people. Kim, this means uh, Kim, this means Kim can cheat. That's what that tells me. Yes, that's, that's she's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, she's fantastic. I do know that how was, to cheat, but would I? I would that, never cheat yes. on you, Chris. Thank you, Kim. Oh, David, that was so kind of you and so nice of you. And to and hear I that coming from you. And you know, I know you oh, did because you. I have grown because of you and I have learned to love stand up. I, I mean, I've enjoyed it, but you know, you every night it was, come on, Kim. And I was like, ah, oh, oh God. Yeah. Um, so you have shown me how much fun and how easy it is, um, even though I'm afraid every time I go out. Have you done any stand-up while we've been in this pandemic? I've done three shows. <clears throat> I did I did a uh I did Kevin Hart's Laugh Out Loud for the Montreal Comedy Festival. We filmed it outside oh. in the in the parking lot of his uh production office. We we filmed that. It was very well done. Social distance, the audience is set apart in, in a beautiful stage. It was it was great. They only had it posted live for like 48 hours on the Montreal Comedy Festival website. Oh, I did. I did that. I did a show for a comedian named Kev on stage who has found and does this outside social distancing thing too, where they only let like 20 audience members come. It's like 10 couples, 10 couples, and they're okay. set apart. And you're on the stage, they switch the mics out, everybody has on, you have to get COVID tested before you go in the back to where they film it. You know what I mean? Like okay. it's super, and I did that with him, which was fantastic. And I did another show, I can't remember. Oh, wait, maybe that's it. That might be it. No, I, yeah, that's it. I think that's it. So, okay, so you've had a chance. I have done no stand-up. Have you done any virtual stand-up? Yes, I did something for Jack and Jill. I did something for another company. I can't remember who, I I, mm -hmm. I I don't know. And I think I have another one pending or I have some offers of something to people pending. I, 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 I've done them, I honestly, I have not, and I'm not gonna say I've been missed stand-up because when I was, Every time I step in, these two times I did it, I was like, oh my God, like I miss it so much. Like when you're standing in the back of the room and you're watching the yeah. comedians work, you're like, oh God, I gotta be a part of this. Like I, I miss this, you know? I drove to Hollywood one night with my daughter, me and Anna Grace were in the car and I was like, mm -hmm. let's just leave. Cause you know, we're not doing nothing. So I was like, just get in the car and go. Right, right. We got in the car and I, I, took her, I took her down to Hollywood Boulevard and I wanted to show her the Laugh Factory and the comedy store. And I went and showed her where my name is on the wall at the comedy store. And I showed her where my picture is on the wall at the Laugh Factory, you know? And she was just blown away by that. And that's what I, I missed. I to the county jail, but go ahead. Yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> if you go want ahead. to see mama's picture. No, so I miss it. So like when I go in those spaces, I miss it, but I haven't done it, you know, consistently because it's just not, and I have, I have, I have dates that are booked in March. You know, I think you and I even have a date sometime April or something. But we, you know, we pushed them back because I got to get ready for my next Netflix special because, you know, I, got, I signed a deal 
Fat Ballerina right. did so well that I got a deal to do another special that uh, is being produced get, by Lena Waithe. But how are you going to get that's ready? That's my I'm thing. No, that's my thing. I can't, I, you know, I, I told them the network, they were like, well, because they asked me too, do you want to do a social distancing thing? We could do like a, you know, because Kevin just released one that was like right. small. Not for me. I can't, I, I, I can't do that because like, like my manager said, he said, yeah, we need, the world needs to see you on the theater stage. They need to know you belong in that space because yeah, the last okay. special fat ballerina was done in a comedy club and it was, you know, it was packed and it was, but it was intimate. It was, you know, this oh, one we're right. doing at a theater. Yeah. My, I need to go up. It needs to go up another level. You know what I'm saying? For me. So. I'm not going to do it. I got to wait. We just got to wait until the, and once the pandemic and the world opens up, then I'll go back out on tour and start working on my jokes. Right now it's March, depending on what it looks like in March will make a difference whether or not I push it to June. And right. you know what? I don't know what it is, but I've got no okay waiting because yeah, I know what it's yeah, going to be. Too. But I'm concerned. You know? I don't want to go out and do my same raggedy jokes. But I have nothing. I probably have more stuff now. But it's so you hard. Like I, well, I have a virtual show coming up uh, for the Black Nurses Association probably in a couple weeks. Oh yeah. I have not done stand up since D.C. last year in in uh, February. I think February seventh was the last day I was on stage. That's right. I remember that. Remember that at the DC? Yeah, you uh, did the DC. You did the, the tavern, the one that I did, right? Yes, the tavern. Yes. I loved it. That it's was my last yeah. show. And and for some reason, why do I remember? I was we. I guess we were hearing about it. I was like, "Don't touch me. We can't have people near me or whatever." We were hearing rumors, I guess, of it because yeah. I re I remember taking pictures of people, but let's keep them a, at a distance. Yes. But my fear is this: number one is. I haven't told any of those jokes since my memory and just being able to entertain these women without an audience. How do you do that? Like we're talking now and we're laughing because we know each other, but how do you sit there and talk to the screen? You know what, for me, when I've done them and I did, oh, that was another show. I did some kind of virtual show where you perform for these screens. That was the third show that I did, but, mm -hmm. uh, I, you know, my Instagram and my Facebook, I do a lot of ranting in my computer, you know, to, so for me, it's kind of natural. It doesn't, you, this is the thing. When you've been doing it long enough, you know, what's funny, you know, what's, whether mm -hmm. you, it's like, it's like when I, as a comedian, it's like when we would showcase for the industry and they would be there and they wouldn't be laughing and that used to bother you. But then after yeah. you've been doing it long enough, you realize that they're just soulless, uh, comedicless asses, most of them. You know what I'm saying? So like, you're like, fuck you, you ain't got to laugh. I don't, like, you ain't going to come in here with your tight ass suit on and not laugh because you're and trying to look stiff. And then you get to a point where you be so confident in your material mm -hmm. that you can do it and get no laughter and still keep that energy. Because you know, it's funny, I've done it 472,000 times and I've gotten yeah. a laugh every time. Every why, time. Why, why would I think that I'm not getting a laugh now? So that's Absolutely. what you gotta kind of remember when you go to do these virtual shows.
because they asked me when I did one for Jack, they were like, do you want us to tap the audience in so you can hear them? And I was like, no, I don't want to hear none of that. I don't want to hear nothing. nothing. I just want to hear me and I just go. And I just go. And I, I, well, I was supposed we to do off, 15 minutes. Well, that's what I'm going to do. I, I got to do 10. So I want to make sure I talk to oh you this week. Oh, my God. That's get, easy. Is it? And get your... Uh, and get your blessing and get some uh, notes from you. Um, I want to go to a segment right now uh, called Ask a White Guy. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! All right, welcome to Ask a White Guy. Uh, thank you to at uh, sounds of Noel for the jingle. Appreciate you. Um, so since we have our resident, our resident white guy, Chris, what is something you think white people should back off in uh, 2021? Oh, what do I think? Man, uh, top of my head, TikTok dances. Like, let's take a step back. That's not really our lane so much. And we've kind of, we've pushed in a little hard on the uh, dances off the top of my head. I'll, I'll throw that in. It's just, I don't use the app much. David, you're probably a huge hit on something like TikTok. But um, yeah, we not could do- Not because of the dancing, though. I can tell you that. Okay. <laughs> I believe that. Let's leave that to, uh, let's leave that to our, our black brothers and sisters. I think let's back off on the TikTok dances. And, but and let me David, ask you a question though, Chris. You can say that, but as somebody who is on TikTok, like these white people be on here dancing. Now, the big one of the biggest stars on TikTok is uh, Demilio. I think it's her last name. She is like she's like sixty-two million followers, and she is a little white girl that's like fifteen years old. That's incredible, and she's murdering. What so I she, don't know what, if this is a white thing or if it's a generational thing. Wait a minute. Joshua, oh, I need to get the dance shoes. I gotta get my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. You'll never have to do stand-up again, Kim. <laughs> Got your, right. Got your TikTok star in the other room. Yeah, she's she, yeah, she's Joshua's she's, uh, ready. She's ready. She's a yeah, her Charlie, Charlie D'Amelio. Here she go, right here. As soon as I put her up, that's her right there. She got 62 million. That's her right there dancing. This is the girl. This is her. Oh, she's the no, biggest she's... thing on TikTok. I she's the biggest thing. I'm gonna tell you how I many she got right now. I hope she's got her... 104 million. Sorry. What? Just for dancing? She's got 104 million. And her, look at her, look, look, yeah. Let me see. I can't, I'm, I'm, I'm okay, not good. Okay, you, you, you're a little goofy. Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Oh, That's wow. Her. Little white wow. girl. Wow. 104 million. Well, I, Black uh, Lives Matter, yes. Hmm. Every Her little dance, these dances, 25 million, 50 million views. She's out of control. I can do that. So, <laughs> Yeah, you can't keep doing it every day. Next thing you know, everybody be doing the Whitley. Right. <laughs> the Whitley gets some people I in trouble. I like that. Doing the Whitley. I like that. That's um, right. Um, what were you saying, Chris? What's that? About uh are, are you answered are, about the white people? Yeah, I was just saying, time. yeah, I, I've been proven wrong. Like maybe we'll leave the gates open on that. But I think that's for you all to decide if uh if we get to keep in that lane. So that's that's what we'll think about. 
There's other things, but we don't have to talk about it now. No, but. that's 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 why the question's been raised. Where, uh, what are you two's opinion? Where do where do the where's Whitey need to back out of in 2021? Oh, <laughs> Kim, Kim, Kim's like we don't have time for a three-hour podcast. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Where should we start? Well, I'm going to do that. Well, well, let me see. <laughs> David, you, oh, you dropped the scroll. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Stay out of all. You know, I don't like when the white people try to sound black, if there is a thing of sounding black, but you know, with a little, you know, in it. And that drives me. Unless they were raised with black people in that neighborhood, then okay, then I understand. That's a weird they thing. They need to do what? They need to... what it's a say? weird thing. What'd you say? If they were raised they in a black leave, neighborhood, they need to leave. leave the acting black and trying to be black alone. Unless oh. you were raised in the black neighborhood. Just like if you were raised in London, you'd have a London accent. If you raised in the black neighborhood, you're gonna have a little black, you know, accent. Right. But I don't I know how you supposed to know. Not not every black neighborhood's gonna have an accent either. So I find that most of the people, the most of the people that are gonna be pushing that are it's you know you're you're trying to fit in and you don't really know how to do it, or you're just okay. Oh, or what? you're worthless. Oh, you're worthless. Hey, drives, you it drives me know? insane. Yeah, that's a good. I one. love this question. Just random question. What are your? What kind of underwear do you have on? Okay, that's not appropriate. That so, oh, that was for a text. I think you were doing voice to text. Was that meant just for me, or was that for David? <laughs> what was this? It is ask a white guy. <laughs> what kind of underwear do you wear, Chris? Boxer briefs. There oh. you go. See, you gotta, what is a boxer brief? Are they the same? I don't understand that. It's a boxer and a brief. It's like it's it it's good. It's controlling. David, David. Yes. See, David, David gets it. David's probably you got to keep it. You got to keep it contained. So they're tight boxers. Yes. They, yeah. Boxers is just. No, they're not the, it's it's. There's the there's support. There's support. Your pants down and we saw nothing. It was pretty empty. Right I want you. I don't want to David. shut this whole goddamn internet down, Kim. <laughs> David, you understand? I could have seen you move to the left and then disable this little ass, this little bullshit ass podcast immediately. David, it looked like a vagina. It looked like a vagina. I'm not saying nothing. It kind of flat. It's kind of flat. You the one that stood up. You gotta be pretty bold to just stand up in front of the camera and show your big oh, sex. Show all of it. <laughs> this, uh, show, this show is because it's really in the last few weeks we've got a lot of good dong coverage. So thank you for keeping a lot that going. Of Chris, Chris wore a pair of pants, David. You gonna show the picture, Chris? No, we're good. Chris? We don't need to show it for a third. Oh, David. Chris didn't even realize he put he sends me a picture me and Sherry a picture of him out with this band right he didn't I, realize I was right. I was on a theater stage amongst a lot of people it was a big project I was proud of it I wanted to send this to people I respect and say hey I got to get up on a stage all day and do this big project with these bands and I'm like six four with with shoes on so it's like I'm look at me towering over these this band that is topping out at five foot seven I look like Shrek don't I. And then, 
I come back, first of all, they were mustard colored pants. So it was like an arrow and a beacon of, look at me, look at me. They're kind of tight. And I said to Sherry, oh my God, look at Chris. It looks like he caught an anaconda. <laughs> this is going to be a new segment. Right. Chris got offended. He was like, why is that the first thing you see? I was like, you put on yellow mustard colored pants. Everybody else on the stage had on black. I was the host. So, Chris wanted y'all to see. You know, we don't want to be cast into that into that whole uh, yeah. rumor that white guys ain't got nothing. He need to let you know that he's that you know. You got a slow play. You got a slow play, Dave. We're we're thirty plus episodes in. I finally had to be like, okay, let's let's go ahead and set some ground rules here. There you go. That's what you do. You 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 these two right here, Chris. I believe you take both of them down at the same time. That's what you do. Kim oh, Kim, Kim speaks so much softly, more softly to me now. It's so strange. I do. I got, David, I got a little respect for him. Saw them orange mustards. Respect. You didn't know what little, to do. Got a little mustard respect for him. Dad don't like. Okay, this is oh what my did God. you do for uh oh. dang, on, I left the oldest computer on earth. The fan started back up. No, that's Sorry, one of the that's one of our old dudes in the background vacuuming, isn't it, David? Right. <laughs> If you hear a fan noise, that's the yeah, old dude vacuuming over here. Very funny. What? Okay, I can ask. This. Okay, I know what I want to. I have a couple questions for you, Dave. What have you been watching on Netflix, Prime, uh, Disney Plus streaming? What have you been watching or regular television? Um, uh, let's see. What have I watched? I've watched. Um, I think it's HBO Max. I watched The Undoing. I watched. Oh, that's um, the one you got Wonder me caught Woman. up in. But I have not yes, gone back to it. Yes, it was I a little, that. A little I, strange. Uh huh. Yes, I did. I watched that. I watched uh, Wonder Woman 1984 on HBO Max. What you I, think I'm about, about that? Start watching your um, you know, they had a lot of money and they spent it. That's what I think. <laughs> Do you think they spent it on the writer? <laughs> that was they, good. They, they did not spend it on the writer. They spent it on all the special effects. And you know, I think what's her name, the actress, she got ten million for doing it. So, wow. But I mean, it was it was, uh, it's fine. I you know, okay. we in a pandemic, ain't shit on TV. Go right. and turn on and watch them two and a half hours of, you know, the. I feel like the graphics guys had the most fun on that show. You yes, know? a lot so, of fun. What they have to do all you, the graphics? You I, about I ain't impressed with one. I ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't impressed with Wonder Woman's little skills. She ain't got the little lasso rope. You can only do so much with that damn rope. You know what I mean? Like, okay, I'm gonna send I you lasso a few way. people up. But did you did you both watch it? I, you know, I, yeah, I've seen you guys. It. You two are being you two are being you two are stars of the utmost, and you must know some people that are backing this financially. I'll say it. I'm a nobody. That was horrible. It was a terribly written movie. It was no. F I I I love it if some little girls love it and enjoyed the the flashing lights and stuff. It was garbage and it was two and a half hours. If that was an hour, I would have understood it. But no, that was terrible. Yeah. And this is supposed to literally be a god or a goddess, and she's like can't do anything unless her boyfriend's right. around. Like that was a joke. Get out of here. It was it was less than empowering. I hated it. Yeah. It made, it me, was, it made me angry. I spent so much was, time sitting. It was there. not. Wow. 
Okay. Oh, I mean, okay. I was in a bad mood from the night before when I, I watched a, Clo a Clooney movie that was so bad. Oh, wait a minute. The one about, because I'm trying to uh, Which one? The one of him with the little girl in the snow? With the little girl oh. in the snow? Yeah. David, can you write for these people? Sky, Skyfall? Yeah. Is that the name of the movie? Yeah, I think so. I, didn't watch that. I watched the trailer and was like, I'm not watching this. Mm -mm. Yeah. George, uh, okay. George, George Clooney has a beard. That's the most interesting part. No. Don't say that. Have you Is seen that, it? I, I saw it and I'm up to. You know, him and the little girl in the snow now, and then the water came in. And I was like, I wanted to fast forward it, but I was like, no, I'm going to watch it. I haven't watched all of it the, yet, so don't tell me. The Midnight uh, Sky. The Midnight Sky. Or it's yeah. like if the it's Midnight like. Midnight Sky. That's yeah. the name of it. It's like if Interstellar got bopped on the head with a baseball bat. Wow. Yeah, what about, what about, we know Chris hasn't bad. seen this, but David, you might have watched this already. Um, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. So. Did you, oh, oh, I didn't see that yet. I saw Soul and I saw Jingle Jangle. I didn't see My Rainey's Black Bottom yet. Okay. That's what I did not see that one yet. I will watch that next. I heard it was. I heard it was pretty. I heard it was pretty good. I didn't hear it was great. I heard it was pretty good, and and it's getting pretty good because you know Black Panther. I see you eating because Black Panther <laughs> ain't with us no more. Right. I that's why you, I, I enjoyed it. There, Kim. I was hanging up. I you. think that's what gave it more points. I feel like if he was still alive, people would be going, that might not have been the best shit in the world to watch. I could have cleaned my garage. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like people was but not impressed, but they gave him a lot of. Yes, but it was from a play. You know, my, my Randy's Black Bottom is from a play. So they adapted it. I know what it is. But it still looked like a play. Yeah. I think that's what they were trying to keep. I mean, this is okay. I think that's that might have, is what threw people off. But yes, okay. so I didn't, I haven't okay. seen it. I'm going to watch it. I'm not going, but I'm just telling you what I've heard about it. I watched mm -hmm. Soul, Jamie Foxx's Soul with Tina Fey and good. Jamie Foxx. I enjoyed that. That was incredible. It was Jamie Foxx. That was Fox a great who? movie. I, Tina Fey. Did you say? Oh, it was Tina Fey. Tina Fey. Okay. And Jamie Foxx. That was yeah, a good she movie. she played 22, I think. Yeah. Mm, oh, yeah. That was great. great. I, I enjoyed that. Jingle Jangle was really good, you know. Um, and I'm, I think, oh, you know what I did do? Cause I got, you know, my daughter's 13 and 15, Anna Grace and Ashlyn. So Anna Grace has this obsession with the eighties, you know, and she always asked me, what was it like growing up in the eighties? You know, she's very obsessed with the eighties. And, uh, so I've been showing her all of the movies from the eighties, you know? Oh. And so... We literally, looking for Mr. Goodball. Uh, oh, sorry. Miss, what? <laughs> That's what you got from the eighties. Of all the movies, you could have said, "Looking for Mr. Goodbar is what the eighties means to you. Not a Breakfast Club. Not the Sixteen Candles. Not Coming to America." Not, like the biggest not not a uh, home alone that's some of the biggest hits in the history of universe looking for mr good Chris oh god disable her mom. yeah dave you want to i was gonna say you want to just throw a, a photo up of her that thirst trap one from instagram the other day and then me and you will just talk for another 20 minutes we'll close it out
Oh, right. wow. Look at wow. Kim, what, what made you and think of that? Even a movie in the 80s? You know why? Because there were two movies out, something about a candy bar or something. I went to the wrong one. I ended up going to looking for Mr. Goodbar, and I was in there shell-shocked and appalled. I was like, well, this is not the movie. So I, it's etched in my mind. I think my brother told me to go watch it. And then he told me another That's movie with uh, Burt Reynolds. He was like, Kim, this is the best movie on earth. It was the worst. My brothers would always trick me. So I sat there, I was waiting on the movie to get good. I was waiting, the credits rolled. I was like, what, what, what? He said it was the best movie. I cussed him out for weeks. I still remember it. I, I got PTSD. So when Burt people tell me, oh, you gotta go see this movie. I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> Burt Reynolds, anything with Burt Reynolds had to be the 70s. So this oh, okay. Mr. Goodbar, I had I didn't know what this was. So Mr. Goodbar came out in 1977. It is rated 65% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'll give you that. Yes. Here, do you want to hear uh, the synopsis? No, no, no. I wasn't around in the 70s, so I didn't go see that. Oh, my, that's probably the wrong one then. My mistake. I, I'm bad at I'm bad at Google. No. Anyway, back to what I was telling you. Sorry. Go ahead. My daughter's been watching movies, so last night I showed them coming to America for the first time. Wow. And they they were they were in the beginning, they were like, I don't want to watch it. And by three minutes in, five minutes in, they were like, Yes. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. When they saw Eddie Murphy in that um barbershop doing all them characters. Oh man. Really? You know, like that yes so they've been watching she's been watching all the 80s breakfast club you know i'm so i'm showing her all of the 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 big you know the iconic movies that you know from the past and that's what we've been doing that's what we do every weekend here and the pandemic we have a family movie night and i try to they we go back and forth they show us a movie that they like and then we okay. show them one that you know Oh, I love that. That's a great idea. So we show them yours. So we all sit there, we have movie night. That's a good idea. It's been great. You know? Oh my God. There's so many things that I want to talk to you about, but I'm not sure at what time we are at, Chris. Oh, let me check real quick. Key, what time are we We got to do comments from our viewers and listeners. Oh, we got to do some promotions, you know. Key, how far in are we? We are at 55 minutes, something like that. I don't know what this is. That makes oh, sense. Yeah, so 55, 54 minutes? 40, yeah, you got a little time. We got comments to get to. Look what do, at what, that. Do, what do you That's got? That's crazy. Huh? What do you, I said. What are you got, watching, David? You just asked him that. Uh, uh, no, I'm no. Really. Oh, right now. I'm reading this. Smart ass, Chris. <laughs> I'm trying to bring Mean Kim out. It's not what? worth it. Oh, no, it ain't worth it. You don't want to see Mean Kim. Mm -mm. Well, I'll maybe. get those whips and chains out on you. Then what? Oh, oh, no. Oh, went too far. You act, oh, look, it's so funny right here. One of your questions that you wrote about kids finding success in the 80s. And does it say that? 
Yeah, it's just, no. is it, so David, do you think there's a better path to success for kid stars than there was in the 80s? Look at that question. That was and good, we just yeah. got finished talking about the 80s. Well, you got a, you have a unique person no, like David in, no, and his no, kids no, are getting no, involved in everything. She came in here nine times. Like, <laughs> what I'm doing don't Hold mean on. shit. Julie, oh, text me. Come here. Like, 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 what I'm doing is not <laughs> important. Like <I'm> pretending. <laughs> Julie, he's working for real. Julie, I ate 17 points right What's here. What's up, Chris? You got what with your Chris, Chris Spencer's birthday. Yeah, no, it's Chris Ooh. Spencer's birthday. You know, Today? it's his birthday. And he Chris y'all ain't got no mask on? Yeah. Two funny y'all models. Y'all don't have a mask on? It, no. Bijack.com slash two funny moms. Wait, Get what? your own two funny mama's mask. Get your own mask. Bijack.com. Shut Who your mouth, Chris Spencer. You don't know how I am. You talking to Chris now? Happy birthday, Chris. Kim Willie said happy birthday. Okay, David, we're on the podcast. This is live. He doesn't care. I'm telling Sherry on you. I am so (laughs) sick of them and they sexy ass life. Get off the camera. (laughs) (laughs) Funny. Look at Boris and Nicole. Everybody dressed oh, up like that. Oh, look how cute. They always, they're ridiculous. Oh my God, they make me sick. I love them though. They are so beautiful, I can't take them. They are beautiful. And the kids are pretty. Today is Chris Spencer's 53rd birthday. Oh, I got to uh, text them and say happy birthday, Chris. You got, you're good. But everybody yes. trying to do like, oh, yeah, like you sorry, did. I'm back. Julie, he gave a great birthday for his wife, people. Nothing like it. I tried to get a dude just to send me some flowers. Well, one day, David, one day, one day I was really take a lot of bullshit for for that little birthday gift she got, trust me. That's true, yeah. Yeah, she she, she built up a lot of, a lot of, Oh, go ahead. Plus day. I'm I plan on waking up. You plan on what? <laughs> waking up tomorrow and this whole house be empty where she didn't took everything. <laughs> and left me in here. Oh God. I'm yeah, well you work so much. At all. I know you because you work so much. What do you have coming up? Do you have anything coming I up do. that you can promote? Well, pay for your internet. Yes, get a I, internet. Uh, your <laughs> Would you say what? I said maybe pay for a better internet because it keeps ch- cutting off. Here, Kim. I don't know why it's doing that. I while don't we, know why it's been perfect all this time. While we let uh, David's dial up catch up real quick, let's uh, we'll do <laughs> let's promote a black business, and uh, we've got dial up catch up. We're gonna real quick. <laughs> Look, and I have to talk so he can't immediately just shred me. Uh, We're going to show a quick promo for a podcast that Sherry and Kim are going on. And then we've got some support of black business music. So here's a quick video. Feet. That's 
see you better have feet. Six. It look like a two. But if I turn it around, it could be a nine. Girl, that's some little feet. You can only play drums with feet this small. Oh, I could do a this lot more nice. stuff with, with boots this small. Oh, look at this. Oh, my God. That looked like a oh, lot of fun. That's that was fun. Sheila E's uh, show on YouTube. Uh, make sure you check it out. Uh, go right. to YouTube That's and type cool. in Sheila E. Me and Sherry were on there trying to take things from her. It was a lot of, it was a lot of fun. Now, our, our black business this week is uh, one, davidarnold.com. That's where you should go. You get t-shirts, oh! check out all kinds of different gear, have fun. You can uh, ogle David's photos from over the years. And I did see that Rodney Perry special. And I love Rodney. He's so funny, so nice. Uh, but yeah, we've got t-shirts. I think we have uh, a picture. What's the t-shirt say? What's that? Uh, pronounce that? Real damn. Quick. God, God damn. damn. <laughs> <laughs> Go get your t-shirt. That's what life do to you sometimes. I feel it in my bones, man. DavidAarnold.com for our <laughs> black business this week. Support him. Yay. That's so dope. Oh my goodness. Okay. So, uh, what were you saying, Dave? You had some things you wanted to promote. What's coming up for you? Uh, well, I have, uh, I'm currently producing and writing a show on Nickelodeon called side hustle that, mm -hmm. uh, is aired now. Um, it's a very funny show created by Dave Malkoff. And I'm also creating an, another show that I'm myself Nickelodeon as well called, um, uh, that girl Layla. It's this little rapper that's on Instagram. She has like, she's out of Houston. She has like 1.7 million followers. She's about 11, 12 years old, full of personality. And Nickelodeon gave her a show. And so I, I wrote a, a, a idea with them, produced it. Me and Will Packer did this. So um, it's what Will Packer Productions under Nickelodeon. So I'm literally doing that, getting ready to go into production. Can Josh will be on the show? Can Josh that was my Absolutely. next question. Absolutely. 100%. Okay, Absolutely, go ahead. he could be on the show. If he sit his little ass down for more than two years, he 100% could be on the show. If I could get him to walk from one spot to another <laughs> without getting distracted, <laughs> I could 100% put him on the show. You, You're yeah. right. So get start working on that right now. Um, and then I'm writing a pilot for Netflix for a comedian named DC Youngfly who is, you know, everybody knows from 85 South and DC is very funny dude, uh, called me and we talked about an idea. I, I came up with a concept and pitched it to Netflix and we're, we're developing that. And then as you know, and following in your footsteps, Kim Whitley, me and Julie and the girls have a development deal over at OWN on Oprah Winfrey's network. And I'm writing Yay. a pilot for that right now. Yeah, so I'm writing a pilot for, for that and then, um, Lastly, Amazon, I sold a show with that Lena Waithe and Kevin Hart are producing a TV show based on my standup. That's a starring vehicle for me on Amazon. So we're in the middle of meeting showrunners to write and we start, you know, the writer's room and that starts, uh, I guess they want to try to start it this month. So, Get out of here. you know, it's quite wow. a few things. Quite a, yeah, it's a lot of stuff going on, but I'm, I'm very blessed. I'm not complaining. I've been doing this 25 years, so it feels good to, you know, finally be, you know how long I've been doing this, Kim. You know how long I've been trying to. And you deserve everything because you have been patient, sometimes bitter, yes. but patient. And now the bitterness <laughs> is going away. 
just mad. No, just I'm still mad. mad. I was like, relax, David. <laughs> it's coming. Patience. I don't But you deserve everything because you You, you do. You have to believe. Okay. It's okay. True. Yep. I know you do have to believe. I agree. You do. You do have to believe. You got to believe and you got to keep working. And I'm, and I'm very excited about at the end of the year, 2021, in my hometown of Cleveland, Ohio, um, we will be filming my next Netflix special at the yeah. State Theater. So I'm very excited about doing that. And Kevin Hart and Lena Waithe uh, are producing that show as well. So I'm, you know, what? I'm Kevin excited. Hart Kim, and Lena Waithe. How y'all coming out the field fast? We didn't cut you off fast. It was a slow cutout. We did it slowly. We cut you off slow. I'm gonna call Lena and I'm gonna be like, no, y'all can't cut because you wouldn't even know Lena if it wasn't for me. I'm attached. That's not true. Me and Lena, you me and Lena Wade used to I'm sleep attached. together before she switched to the other side. That's not true. Me and Lena used to sleep together before she slept with to the other side. No, That's not true. No, no. I'm about to bring her back. You, look, look, Don't look. you I, tell you're me cutting, you're Whitley. cutting out all your friends, ain't you, on your little deals? <laughs> you ain't shit for that. That's a word Sorry. inside little joke. Inside, little inside joke. Not funny, though. All right. Hey, hey, uh, Chris, let's read some comments and let's get on up out of here. All right. Listener comments. Uh, big shout out to Linnell. Everybody, including Sherry. Yeah. Uh, do we have a photo of Sherry? We got to make sure Sherry appears on her show. Uh, you you yes. like this, David? You were oh, commenting oh, on a pre-show. Yeah, this is this is Sherry's picture when she worked at the post office right before she booked her last job. This is her. This is the picture that was on her badge. <laughs> this <laughs> looked like the one who got a bad <laughs> attitude at the customer service in Walmart. That's what that looked like. Oh my God, <laughs> Kim! That's how hilarious. that's how you know somebody's like truly just deeply funny. Whenever I'm like, "Wow, what a nice photo of Sherry!" She'd appreciate that it being on there. And David's got me grabbing my stomach. You, oh man, that's good. <laughs> Shout out to Linnell. Everybody adored her last week, and yes. uh, including Sherry. Everybody had a great time. So we'll have to get Linnell back on uh, again with the internet issues. Kim, why do you have all these friends with the internet issue? I thought you guys were balling. I know uh, Linnell was great. Sorry about sending people a hardwire so we can hardwire. It's not in the budget, David, so we're going to need you to step up. <laughs> it's not in the Too Funny Mama's budget. $15 connector. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm, tr I'm trying to keep my job here, man. Come on. Uh, Marsha T. In the islands. Uh, let's see. Yes, Marsha T. This is from YouTube. In the islands, uh, the Caribbean islands, we some... Uh, we some okay, sorry. We some make a never and dumplings in the morning for Christmas breakfast. And it's delicious, finger licking good. So Chris, I get you. They need to try it before knocking it. Now, I think that's how it was read. That's why you was having problems. Now, now see, if I read that in that accent, I no longer get to work on the show. So yeah. I'm try it. I can't I'm even do it. I no. doubt I can. It'll, it'll sound like something like kind of Irish. Like, uh, well, I sounded Irish. <laughs> Call me now for your free reading. That's, that's Call me now. Call me now for your free reading. I can't do it at all. Uh, and now I'm I'm done. Uh, so yeah, so she was backing me up on the liver dumplings. I guess in the Caribbean islands uh, that happens. Uh, Callie Sunbeam said she wouldn't watch if Lunell couldn't be herself. Lunell kept expressing that she was worried and she apologized for uh, being herself. No, everybody loved it. It was great. She. Uh, 
She let it fly, and David's doing the same today, so I'm so happy. Uh, Darletha Rhodes, we miss you, Sherry, but your girls held it down for you, all caps. Thank you, Darletha. Uh, oh, this is good. We don't have the video to play back for you, David, but you've been around Kim enough. Kim, pull your hair off your chin, please. It's bothering me. Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Look alive. Uh, no, she's not her from here. I'm bothering the screen. Oh. Uh, real quick, hang on, hang on. Uh, let's see. Uh, Micaiah Brown said, Chris said, Christmas come late. Sherry's going to get to all y'all. Kim <laughs> exposed herself last week on the show, uh, much like you did today, David. And I, uh, I definitely did. I called it out. I said, Christmas come late. So people were, oh, yeah. Lunell's funny without even trying. Shout out to Zex Tun. Michelle, uh, I'm here for Kim, Lunell, Chris, and all the delays. Jasmine, I think Kim and Chris should do it and then let us know what happened. That's explicit, guys. Uh, I'm, I'm so here for Kim and Chris flirting. I didn't realize I picked out all these. Thanks, Cells, baby. You Mel picked out everything about you and me. Oh, weird. It's funny how that comes. Uh, yeah, happy Chris New Year to everyone. How, happy New Year to Kim Whitley, Sherry, and Lunell. Are you, uh, are you all going to celebrate? That's good stuff, too. And here, let's finish with a serious one. Email from Tammy. Just want to say... Happy New Year and how much I enjoy the show. My son passed away from suicide this year and your or my son passed away from suicide and your show helped me through my hard times. Thank you for a great program. May everyone have a blessed 2021. Thank you again, a fan for life. So you all, David included, Sherry, you guys make people so happy. So I thought that was a very nice email. Thank that you for sharing that with nice. us, Tammy. Oh, that was great. Thank you, Chris. Hey, you all, I want to thank everybody for listening and joining us on YouTube also. Um, if you want to buy some of our uh, merchandise, go to buyjack.com, right, Chris? Slash two funny mamas. That's right. T-shirts, we got bags, all that stuff. And if you want we to get it all. David's T-shirt, the ddavidarnold.com, davidarnold.com. Good stuff. Davidarnold.com. Thank you so much, David, for joining us. Uh, I love you, I love man, you. and I'll be in touch with you. Yes. Yeah. I love you too. Thank you guys. Thanks. For you know what? Thank you so much. You've been, you've been a great guest. I mean, I love you so much. I almost can't leave. The vacuum dude probably slowing down. Now that Kim is gone, we can yeah. do a real All show. Right, let's so do the real anybody. show. <laughs> How many chicks you slept with, dude? <laughs> Just turn it into just full on. Oh, look at wow! What is Kim doing? Oh my god! Dang, this Kim! Great. Wow! There you go. She let us have it. Why is Kyle's hand in the in the middle? Shut of up! Shut Get up. your brother's hand out. <laughs> that was good. That's very funny. Bye, everybody. Thank you. Bye, y'all. Love you. Bye, David. Go buy your bra. Go buy a bra for your titties. <laughs>